Friday. Do you know where your IT pros are? We don't. It patch and switch. And now, two guys who have proven that fear is not a performance-enhancing drug. Here they are, patch and switch. So is it still tested for in the Olympics if it's not performance-enhancing? We're never tested in the Olympics. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. The only testing for the Canadian team is can you hold a pint of beer while you're curling? <laughs> I, I, I thought they had to have a minimum level of maple syrup in their veins. No, no, it's it's beer. It's, oh, it's, beer. Beer. I thought, it's yeah. the only Olympic sport where it's assumed that you will have a pint of beer in your hand as you're curling. I thought the whole point of uh, curling was because it's on the big sheet of ice, you can put your beer down and it stays cool. You're going to get hit by the rocks, dude. It, you, that's why you put it behind the rocks. You don't put it in the yeah. house. You put it behind the rocks. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Welcome it must, to the show. It must be the Olympic season because we're talking oh, about We can't talk about the of actual. Course. You can't say the word. Got to bleep out the word, just like no, superb you can, owl. You can actually, you can actually say the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. You cannot say superb owl. Yes. I thought um, the uh, uh, the Oli Pink's uh, committee was pretty. Uh, Oli Pink's. <laughs> Oli Pink's. <laughs> Oli Pink's are uh, are 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 as a DMCA crazy as the NFL is. No. Okay. Well, only when you're only when you're streaming it again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Restreams. <laughs> yeah, no restreaming. No. Although no I, will restreaming. Say, I will That's say that's what NBC's doing. But... So we, you, you all know that I upgraded to fiber recently, which has been awesome. But we. Yeah, are you more up. regular now? Uh, so <laughs> we. Um, so we, we cut our cable, so we returned our cable boxes, uh, which is a very traumatic event for my significant other, who's been programmed to be able to be access to cable at all times. Uh, so she's she's living through it only because we've got Roku devices and all the TVs. I was smart enough to at least get Roku devices for all the TVs, which is awesome. Uh, and like, you know, one one log on and all the all the logins just all kind of go around with you. Uh, but um, she found a Canadian entertainment channel. Oh, goodness. That's an app you can get for Roku, which is probably like Joey from up the street in Toronto. Uh, is rebroadcasting Canadian channels with the subscription through his VPN to other people. Because there's a big <laughs> disclaimer on the app when you run it that says, you know, here's the readme, read the readme file. And in the text for the readme file, it says, do not contact Roku tech support if quality stream isn't good. Because <laughs> it's but us. Because it's us. So then you click on the app and then you have all these channels you can watch. And the reason why I bring this up is because of Olympics. I love watching the Olympics with the Canadian commentators. Well, I, I mean, we get the we get the CBC, right? Because we're yeah, close well, enough you, to Vancouver, you, you right? You still have cable. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, I, I would be watching the Olympics on the. But you on, can uh, you can still stream the CBCs on the Roku's. No, you can't. Well, no, you can't. You have to be. It's geofenced. You got to be in Canada. Well, I mean, okay. you know, I could. Okay, I could I'm, I'm gonna cut, I, I'm gonna cut it off right there. We're not gonna yeah. talk. Yeah. <laughs> we've already Just we've already it. been saying too many words. Now we don't yeah. need to be. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So, and, and in case you're wondering, <sighs> I am coming to you today from the remote office. This is a different secret bunker than the regular secret bunker in the house. This is actually my 17 year old daughter's uh, high school room. 
So the, the, these are, I don't string up selfies on the wall. Like that's not me. That's, that's her. And we're also joined today. If you don't mind the dirty clothes on the floor by a number of office mates. Oh, there's Mr. Riley. There's Riley. There's Tegan up on the oh, bed. There's Tegan. Yeah. Bailey is down here somewhere hiding because she doesn't like the fact we have contractors painting various different rooms in the house, and she thinks that we're under constant attack. Of so course. there might be an outbreak of barking during the show. It's not me. Well, it's not oh. the first time there's been an outbreak during this show. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, big hello to TRP8472, who is uh, not at their post, but back in the chat, which is uh, where, nice. uh, quite frankly, we like them. The shadiest of pandas uh, is here, uh, already in with the words, nice. using exclamation word command for the uh, three words uh, to, to be next to uh, show title with, with curling. Nice. Uh, let's see. Did, uh, Kowski's in the house as well. Uh, Jan's here. He wants to bring in the word of hockey. Hockey. Like, yeah, the, the the the. Did you watch the women's match? The oh, the, the the one I like in particular. I did not watch the U.S. Canada one yet. Uh, but uh, that was insanity. Was, it, it was four two for Canada, if I remember correctly, from the post results. It was very very correct. good. I mean, it you had. I mean, the U, team USA. Oh, they're ah. being they're being let out of prison. Okay. <laughs> um, the team USA was the gold medal holder from the previous Olympics, and Canada right. was the world champions for the non-Olympic match. And so it was would have been a good match to be able to watch. Uh, but I appreciate the um, the 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 finesse, if you will, of the Canadian women's team beating Russia six to one earlier in the in the series while wearing KN95 masks. Oh, they were not KN90. They were full-on N95 masks. So either way, like hats off to anybody that complains about having to wear a mask while in line to get a double-double from Timmy's compared to playing a freaking hockey game wearing a mask. So I guess we're not going to talk about trucks, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no. Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. Uh, Jan says Finland have got medals on two days in a row now in the cross-country skiing. Yep. I, I love that. I love the one. Is is it biathlon where they got a cross country ski and then like settle themselves down long enough to be able to shoot five targets and then go again? Is that is that biathlon? I think so. Yeah, I that know, that is the biathlon. Yeah, yeah. That that looks awesome. I would love to participate in that. Did, can no, can they let spectators? No. No. <laughs> no. So so what I was no. thinking is our version is it it could be you you walk slowly. And then at certain stations, you have to chug a beer. That could work. I could <laughs> I could see that happening. That that's as athletic as we get. I could see that happening. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I love I love me the Olympics time frame of year. Uh, as as do I as do I. Uh, our our good buddy Mr. Kroll in the house today. Oh nice. Hello, Mr. Chuck. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Ned Pyle was looking after two puppies. Don't be surprised if he broke Twitter. Yeah, true. Uh, Twitter is broken. Uh, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, you, you, uh, Jan says the Finns uh, beat the Russian Olympic team 5 0, also yep. in masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, DEFCON veteran saying the Dutch are the best ice skaters. Did you know there's controversy in the ice skating world? Which one? The, the pairs? The, the ice maker. Or? Oh, the ice maker. No, I did not know about the, the ice, ice maker. maker for speed skating apparently was, was accused of, or the, the, the Dutch team. There's some news article somewhere that the Dutch team scientist. I didn't know. Did you know there's scientists that make ice? 
Well, I, I definitely, well, for curling, I know there's definitely ice masters that are used by different clubs to make sure that they're done correctly. And for the, it, it, I remember that as well, making the ice for hockey is also very, very important. Oh, we're not uh, going to talk about that in the, in the Salt Lake games where you're, the ice maker was from Canada and buried a toonie before the gold medal final. He buried a toonie in the center ice as <laughs> a good luck charm. Of the stadium, of the arena that I have actually played on that ice. It was perfect. Anyway, so um, the controversy in the in the ice maker for the Dutch team saying that what he the ice was too hard, <laughs> too soft. The ice scientist apparently has been giving recommendations that and and he said in the article that would help the Dutch. Now the Canadian, it's he's of course he's Canadian, right? The Canadian who's in charge of the ice. It's, he's going to have to bury stroop waffles. I uh, probably well no that'll melt the ice dude oh. it's you know <laughs> um yeah but, but apparently it's a, a big thing i don't know it's in the speed skating and i think it's in yeah i think it's in the normal i don't know that it's short track anyway the, there was controversy that's you know we should you know what we should do sometime we should do yet. a reaction video of us commentating on short track speed skating <laughs> The patch and switch commentary reaction video to short track speed skating. Uh, we, I think curling would be more fun. But... <laughs> curling would be good too. <laughs> hard, hard, hard. You, you know what? It, it, uh, those brooms? Yeah. They're flasks. <laughs> Prove Just me saying. wrong, internet. Prove yeah. me wrong. Just saying. Uh, it's a it's a big sports weekend, actually, as uh, not only do we have the 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 games of the Olympiad that's happening over there in the China, um, we have the superb owl happening yes. on Sunday. Um, the uh, Los Angeles football players uh, are going to be playing the Cincinnati football players. And, uh, you know, that's an excuse to overindulge on snacks and beer. Mm -hmm. um, Very much so. What, what are, where are you on the Monday after the Superb Owl should be a non-work holiday? Um, I would probably be on the side of of accepting that. You know, I'm I'm yeah. You know, as you all know, I'm a slacker, so uh, I enjoy time off uh, for doing things. Personally. I, my Monday is already jammed up with a whole bunch of stuff. Plus it's also Valentine's day. So, uh, you know, I'm wondering all the people that are watching all the superb owl stuff going on or even participating in the superb owl. Um, like do they have plans for the Monday afterwards to make sure that they make up for everything? Uh, well, my guess is the winners don't care. <laughs> True. Uh, they're probably not going to be any type of sober for oh, days. Yeah. I mean, you, you saw what, what uh, was it Ovechkin did? But like he went on a bender for three days after winning the Stanley Cup, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I, I didn't even realize. I just looked at the calendar. You are correct, sir. We, we've got the, the Olympiad. We've got the Valentines and the Super Bowl all at one time. That's insanity. Yeah. Trifecta. That, that, I, that is the, Feb, the February trifecta, if, if I've ever seen it. Um, Add on top of all that, I'm on call. Oh, oh! There you go. So everybody, one eight five five MS Tech support. <laughs> Ask for Jared Shockley, and say that your build is stuck and you need it now. 
<laughs> can you yeah, your <laughs> have you it tried to restart your build? It works yeah. on my machine. Works on my machine, no problem. Yeah. Well, it only happens on your machine. Oh. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, so you've got contractors. I figured. I know you do a lot of work on the house yourself. Yeah. Paint is not the hardest of projects. Why do you yes. have painters in the house? Many hands make light work. In other words, you were tired of doing it yourself. No. Well, it's funny because. When you hire contractors to help out, uh, you have to have your stuff done. I almost said the wrong word there. Uh, you have to have your stuff done uh, for them to be able to work. Um, and so, as you may remember, or as you may know, uh, one of our COVID projects was laying hardwood floor, about 1,800 square feet of it in the main floor. Basically, you were teenage, teenage, teenage forced labor. I think yes, is what it's called. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, child labor. Uh, but that was that was a while ago, and uh, I never really finished the trim. You know, it's like one of those finishing details. I like to take my projects right up to about eighty-five to ninety percent done, and then you just sit there until they need to be done. So patch and switch show as an example. Yeah, it's very much so, right? Yeah. So uh, so I, I had trim work to do. Uh, so I got that out of the way, and then uh, a handyman that we hired, who's also a painter, who's awesome, um, basically came along, and he did all the hole filling and wall patching and caulking along the new trim and stuff like that to be able to do the painting work that I didn't end up having to do. So I'm like, bonus. That is awesome. But then really, it's a matter of, these are professionals. Like, when I paint... <laughs> I know. You know, footprints on carpets from stepping inside of trays, spilling of trays, uh, paint. Well, I mean, trays. there's still there's still paint in the backyard lawn from yeah. when you helped me paint the, the shed back there. Oh, so. of course. Easily. Easily. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the um, it was much it made much more uh, much more sense. How many how much did we go through? Like this is a large house that we're in right now. Uh, Fifteen gallons of paint, which is what, what is that Canada? I'm trying to figure that out in, in metric units. That would be about that's around 60 liters of paint. If I if I work that out correctly, something like that. So that's a lot. Are you getting the, are you getting them at at at, at, at the, the bulk at, at the bulk stuff the bulk shop? I'm getting them at the depots of home. Oh no, uh, you're paying too much. I don't care. It's done. Okay, <laughs> it's too late. All right. That's all right. Uh, it's all right. It's, too it's, late. All right. it's okay. I'm not, I'm not getting the high end stuff. I'm getting the mid range stuff that covers. So this is one of the few rooms in the house that was not painted because it was painted before by us, but every place else is it's like night and day. It's great. And the best part is, as I learned, we're getting carpets installed too. So oh. strategically said, we'll do the carpets after all the painting's done. Right. Isn't that well, brilliant? That's brilliant. Like, why would you do carpets beforehand? Because I would have done that before. Of Not course that. you would. Of course you would. Uh, you know, we're 15 minutes in. We should probably kick off the show. Of course. What do you? The first first section is from the trenches, and I can ask you, what have you been up to recently? Absolutely nothing. I've just been sitting here on the phone all day long. What? Talking to who? All my partners. <laughs> Talking to what? Oh, okay. It's you know second quarter, third quarter. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're already a good month into the the second half of the year of the fiscals. I, I, I've been doing two really cool things. 
a lot of it recently, which is kind of cool. Uh, instead of talking with partners, I've been there's a internal conference that is called Spark. Yes, Spark it's, is a, it's been it's like it's like the the Rogue Conference. Yeah, it's, it's not like official. Rogue, Rogue conference put on by volunteers with inside of Microsoft for other Microsoft employees only. So it's internal only. Uh, and it is a, you know, track leads and you submit your content you want to speak about and they get engineering involved. They have keynotes from like Rasinovich and Aaron Chappell and all sorts of people like that uh, to come on in. They had Alex Saunders on last year, like they big name people on the inside to talk about the different things. It's organized by what's called worldwide communities, which is the self-supporting communities of people that work in the field of topic of question. Um, so Spark has been, is this is like the fourth time it's been going on right now. I got asked uh, to basically help deliver some presentation training based on the stuff that you and I did back in the days of Ignite before the sessions started to basically say, look, here's here's what the stage looks like. Here's how you would use all the tools available. Here's some things you could think about for doing different delivery techniques of presentations and stuff like that. So I offered up one of those. I, that was on Monday. It was a Teams Live event. About, I had about 150 people that showed up for that one there, which was awesome. But the coolness is... We also have an internal community for speakers that is called the speakers community uh, that basically you can go and share content, uh, share draft uh, proposals. You can go through your content with people like it's, you know, it's a peer to peer uh, helping mentoring type place. I set up Microsoft bookings. You familiar with Microsoft bookings? No. You know what it is? No. So with the, with an E5 license, I, I don't want to get into licensing, but with the proper license, you can set up a bookings site that allows you to define a service and then define staff from within your organization that would staff that service. And then they can define their hours that they're available to take an online booking for a Teams call. So I set up a team of advisors of about eight people that volunteer their time. Uh, Laura Hunter's there. Pierre Roman's there. I'm there. There's a bunch of other people that are there. They blocked off some time in their schedule to say, yeah, I'm available for a chat. And then we made that URL available to all these thousands of people that are working at this conference to say, hey, if you want to bounce some ideas off people, we're available if you want to come and chat with us. Um, and by golly, it works. Like people actually made bookings. <laughs> Wow. And so the neat thing about it is like uh, Sonia is in Australia. She could volunteer her time in the Australian time zone. But overall, when you go to the booking site internally, it says, you know, these slots are available on this day and it will include like, you know, 9 p.m., 12 p.m., 12 a.m. Because Sonia would be available to be a staff member for that time. But it also uses your free busy time from your work calendar to choose if you're available or not. So, like, you could have joined. Of course, I didn't tell you about this, but you could have joined, Joey. Uh, why would you? Why would you even tell why, me you know, anything I, about this? I don't, what see, I what don't do think, I know about speaking at conference? I, I don't think you know how to do public presentations at all. No, so, never. Yeah. So, you know, you could sign up for a coaching class for me if you want. I still have some slots available. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Right off. <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, the people signed up for them. And so yesterday I was like, um, 
you can set parameters on them and says, you know what, block me 15 minutes before and then have the session and then block me for 15 minutes afterwards to keep people from, you know, stamping up and filling up your entire schedule. Uh, but then also it works around your, your everyday meetings. So I had, you know, regular meetings during the day and I wasn't available, but then when I was, they scheduled some in. So it's been awesome talking to people. I talked to um, someone from Finland, uh, someone from Berlin, uh, someone from uh, Sydney last night, uh, all sort of stuff. So I've got two more today that I'm going to be doing as well, in addition to my regular day job. And mostly my day job besides that this week has been uh, getting ready for the wrapping up of all of our, you know, how we've done for the last half and the last quarter and here's what we got left coming up for stuff like that uh so uh, mostly by that and i can't tell in the chat because i can't see chat right now because i might have backup machine uh if techie lass is watching uh i don't i, am, I don't i don't see the techies you don't of see the techies of lasses that's no. good because i owe her a description of my talk for the glasgow user group i still haven't submitted one in so uh, that's on my list to finish off today. But basically, I'm going to be going and doing a talk on hybrid, yes or no, HCI, yes or no. Like, I'm still working on the title. It doesn't really flow off the tongue just yet. But Chat's gonna biggest be, question is still? Yeah, I know. It's it's going to be still. It's going to be one of those. Uh, it's going to be one of those um, no holds barred, plain, simple talk about what is the reality around the state of hybrid. And then one of the tools that we use, Azure Stack HCI, uh, and what are some of the things that I found have been really useful and what customers have said has been really useful for them to be able to go off and try it out. So that will be my talk at the end of the month. Go to the Glasgow Azure User Group and you can sign up and you can see me. The downside actually, is they do have pints afterwards, virtual pints, but it'll be the middle of my day. So I have as of yet decided if I shall be having a pint or not. But, I mean, you just just have a, a cup that you can't really see on the inside. You don't really know what's in this. <laughs> I also could just block off an hour after the event, so that way I have, you know, I've got a business meeting. <laughs> exactly. I, uh, I've i been working on a demo uh, that oh, yeah? I have to record. Uh, I still haven't recorded it. I need to do that. I don't I don't have the, the, the snippet slash Snagit slash Camtasia software anymore. So I was just going to use I was just going to use like what we used to stream, right? So yeah, OBS just, can be better at times. Yeah, than yeah, o OBS is fine. Yeah. Um, the only thing I do when I do my demo recordings is I learned this trick from Oren, is when it involves command line stuff and you're typing, is I actually only show the first two characters of the command that I'm typing, and then I cut and then I jump to the end of when that word is done, and then I play it again, so it looks like a much faster typing That's option. a lot of editing. It is a lot of editing, but it actually works really well because your brain only needs to see the first two letters of what it is before it automatically associates it. And it makes it so it doesn't look, it still looks artificial, obviously, but it's just better than simply playing that one section at like two times speed or three times speed. Plus you can also fix all your typos <laughs> in the editing. In That's post. true. That's true. Yeah, we're gonna. We're. Uh, I'm working on a demo for uh, a wizard that is out in preview right now, that helps uh, admins and um, uh, set up uh, multi-factor authentication for an organization. So you know what? You have to work in a GIF into the wizard that plays with Gandalf. Oh, 
shall not pass. No. In there. Come on, man. It's wizards. <laughs> Harry Potter, dude. Come on. That's when you put in <laughs> Haggard saying, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Christopher? He could do that for us. Where yeah, is I he? know, eh? Uh, and then I wouldn't get I wouldn't get smacked down for uh, copyright violation. DMCA. Yeah, yeah. So I've been working on that. I've got to get that recorded. I have to I have to yeah, work on getting our... that recorded. Um, yeah. o- OBS works fine, dude. TRP eighty four seventy two. There's a new Elgato foot pe- pedal that I think looks nice. Agreed. I have actually uh, have put my name in for when that thing comes out. Sorry, I got distracted. There's. Uh, let's see. Uh, wire connect covered using a stream deck to drive command line typing demos. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. You, what yes. you just on the other on the show, we, we talked about how to yeah. do this. Yeah, there's there's this is a trick that I learned, which is um, a utility that's called auto key. Auto key will allow you to basically do all your typing and it, you just press a button and it just looks like but it actually looks like you're typing. Oh, it does right. little pauses and little stutters and stuff like that. So as long as your hands are not in view while you're doing it, you press the button for auto key and it just goes ahead and goes. And it's, it cool. works on anything, which is good. And, and, and I believe you... it's spelled A-U-T-O-K-E-Y, not O-T-T-O-K-E-Y. Yes. That's a different total auto. Auto. You don't want to go to that website. Um <laughs> When you record your demos, do you record your talk over, your voiceover at the same time that you're doing the demo? No. How does that? I don't know how that works. How, how you don't record it? Yeah. You simply record it and. But I don't know. I guess I just. That uh, just. That doesn't it, seem right to me. It, it doesn't seem right, but it makes so much more sense because you know your talk track. And it just gives you the ability to have a better quality if you just go with your talk track um, post. All right, fair enough. We'll give it a try. I, you could I don't also know. Go, you could also go and add add the effect if you needed to. The glitter effect. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. Uh, this is Microsoft certified. It is. It's an Azure one, is it not? Uh, it doesn't say Azure. It just says Microsoft. Oh, yeah, it says you're certified. Yeah, that's true. I am certifiable. 100%. 100%. 100%. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, beer that's money? what I've been working on. Yeah, but we could probably talk about beer money. Beer money, which is the support that we do for our friends, families, uh, sisters, uncles, cousins, um, second brother-in-law to the third. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Second brother-in-law to the third. I, do, I don't know what that nice. is. I, I really don't. Uh, have, you, have you done any bear money support? I mean, you're, you're probably in full construction mode, right? So there's got to be something happening. Uh, there has been some. Uh, actually, it's with my dad back in New Brunswick, way on the side of the ocean. Uh, troubleshooting how to make it so that I can do a drop-in with um, a certain company's devices because I have a show and he has two shows. The problem is when I connect in to do a drop-in on his device, uh, it goes to the wrong device. Oh. 
So instead of the nice one that I bought him, which is like a 10 inch robotic, like it turns like this as he's moving around, which is kind of cool. Uh, it goes to the little teeny tiny small one on his desk. Um, and so I found out that you actually have to go through or he has to go through on his settings to say disallow or turn off drop in on the one and only allow it on the other one. And then obviously authorize only one person on it. I mentioned this story because he's authorized to come and do a drop in on my side as well. And yesterday uh, I was having a call with them just like chatting. How's it going? What's going on? We were chatting for a little while. I think it was about 15 minutes. And then he got a phone call. He's like, you know what? I got to go take this. So, you know, I'm like, okay, we'll talk later. Beep, hit the off button. And then I, you know, I go about my day, finish off my coffee and go upstairs and start going to work inside the, the room up here. And then uh, Kelly's downstairs. And then she said, Rick, I just all of a sudden heard your dad in the kitchen. <laughs> so, he dropped in back because his phone call was done. And, you know, he says something along the lines of like, oh, wow, the kitchen looks really clean. <laughs> So she's like, Rick, you're turning that off. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's for convenience. She's like, I don't want to have him randomly dropping in and then all of a sudden, like, just being there. And I'm like, Oh, hey, how's it going, eh? <laughs> but like, it, it there's a there's a there's a 20 second or 30 second delay. Basically, it makes the announcement that the drop in's coming, and then it purposely blurs out the video and gradually comes into focus over 30 seconds, and then you're talking to the person. But she's like, yeah, that's not enough. Like, I don't <laughs> want to come down in the kitchen and all of a sudden see your dad on the screen. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, it was it was a failed attempt at some money, at some beer money options to make it easy. Uh, and I got to find a better option to be able to figure out how to do some kind of an easy video call with my dad. The drop-in ain't working. Yeah. Is it beer money if I'm doing the support for myself? Uh well, you got to buy your own beer, right? So that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. So do you, do you notice that I, I don't have lighting behind me? It's not turned. I thought you didn't turn it on. Yeah. So we, we had a the, the minor issue. So <laughs> I may or may not have continuously bumped the plug to the to the to the unit. Uh, Making it turn on and off, on and off, on and off, multiple times consecutively. You shorted out the logic board on it or something? Possibly. I don't know. How, how um, did you do that? Well, it's. I actually. I. I'm not a. I really doubt it was that. I. It. It actually only unplugged once when I was plugging in something else into the over there. But it did. It did. It did. Uh, it, it does turn on. It is all white, which is well, fine. Um, the question is. Did the magic smoke come out of it? No, no magic smoke. No so magic smoke. Not had and a magic smoke breach. Yep, no magic smoke. Um, uh, and and you know, I I did the normal troubleshooting, which was first power it off for a while, then power it back on, then tried the the reset, both the soft reset and hard reset. Neither worked. Uh, I tried moving the panel, um, swapping the controller onto a different panel using a different connector. Yeah. And that didn't work. So the controller has has uh, decided that it's it's no longer functional. So I put in a support request. Uh, just uh, they're very prompt. 
uh, just did their little online chatty thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, just a quick uh, do it. Just record a video with your phone and then share it via iCloud. I'm like, OK. Nice. And so I do that. Oh, yeah, it looks like your controller. So we're going to have to replace that. Do you have a proof of purchase? You can just take a a, a, a picture of it and, and send it to us. This and I'm like, you could text support. I'm dude. like, well, I've got PDF if you want. No, no, just take a picture. Just say it because it's easier. Just click, click, I look at it. That's all it is. I don't, I, you know, you don't need to wait for our system to give it to you. I'm like, okay. And then nice. I just get this email saying, yeah, we've we've ordered you a new one, and it's and it's it will be on its way shortly. Now, nice. granted, I do know that they are a little bit challenged with stock and those kinds and of things. Yeah, it is yada, yada, yada. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, kudos. Kudos, but he was pretty impressed. He's like, so what have you been doing? He's like, so uh, these are the things that I'm like, okay, uh, uh, sorry, let me rewind. When we started the chat, I said, these are the things that I did. <laughs> I said, powered off, powered back on, tried soft reset, tried hard reset, moved the controller to a different unit, and then swapped out the unit uh, 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 to a different plug. The plug goes into another unit. He's like, wow, that's pretty impressive because that's everything I would have told you to do. Nice. Like, hey, there you go. So, yeah. Yes, Vizio MVP, I did turn it off and back on. That's why it's nice. Yes. So I, I had a, you know, I, again, I've got fiber, so I'm more regular now. Uh, and um, the on Sunday, exactly at 4.01 p.m. on Sunday, my Internet goes down. Dead. Nothing. I get alerted to the fact my internet's down because my teenager screamed at 4.02 because I interrupted her uh, Fortnite game she was playing. Um, and That know, would I'm that'd off, make me angry, too. I, I'm doing something else. Like, I'm not even visible. I'm not even there to be able to help out or troubleshoot whatever it is. And uh, I'm like, well, let me see what I can do to, to look at it. I look at it remotely because Zipply has an app. The app for Zipply does not um, work if you don't. You, does not work if you don't use their router equipment. I don't use their router. I use I use my own, my Ubiquiti gear. So anyway, it's down. The person on the other end says, "I don't see why this is not working, other than the fact that I don't actually see any line card associated with your account anymore. It's just not showing up on our end. So I have to send out a technician. So the earliest I get a technician out there is Tuesday." So picture being down on internet from Saturday to Tuesday. On the Friday, you returned all of your equipment oh. to the cable provider, so there's no TV. Oh. So needless to say, I'm in deep doo-doo at this point in time. Doo-doo-doo-doo. Uh, but uh, luckily, I still have my cable provider uh, surfboard modem because it's my modem and still plugged in. But they had switched it to a um, like a gateway mode of a – um, closed garden, wall garden of just your own internal network saying, oh, contact us and we can hook you back up again as they tease you with that. So I'm like, okay, I'll contact them to hook us back up again. Uh, and they managed to get me hooked back up again on Sunday night uh, for for use, which was awesome. Um, and the, uh, the process was relatively fast, got it all done, and it's all working. And I just had to simply unplug the fiber connection ethernet and plug in the cable modem ethernet and then be back up and working again and people are happy then i realized that the ubiquity device that i have has a redundant failover but it only uses an sbf plus plug to be able to plug it in right like it's an actual cable or something like that and so i bought a 20 dollar converter to go spf to ethernet and that arrived the next day 
Thank you, Amazon. Uh, and then I now plugged both my Zipply Fiber in and my other guy, the, the Comcast cable in. It realized Zipply Fiber was down and it failed over to the Comcast. It's all working just fine. I mentioned this because when the tech finally arrived on Tuesday, he called me first and I'm at work because I'm with Golnaz in the studio because we have a, a event that we're doing something for. I was presenting that. And then the guy called and he's like, yeah, I'm just on the way to your house. I'm like, oh, actually, I'm at work right now, but let me tell you what happened. And I explained everything. Boom, boom, boom. Here it is. I explained all of the working before, stop working. Here's my number. Go check out the thing. And he's looking remotely at the device and he's like, yeah. Same thing, like you've answered all the questions that I would normally ask and you give me more detail than the notes that I would normally get to be able to fix this, no problem. I'll have you up and working no time uh, on Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning's there, he's there, he's, he's looking at the work, he's looking at stuff. <laughs> the guy that did my cable install, my fiber install, plugged me into port number four. And on Sunday, Apparently, port number four is owned by somebody else, and they had their install on Sunday at four o'clock. And so the guy saw someone plugged in the four, so he just unplugged it and then plugged in his customer to go into number four. And I was sitting there dangling with nothing inside the box. So the guy's like, I don't know where it is. So he's tracing it back and finding out, and he's like, oh, okay, well, uh, I'll now assign you to number five. So you can plug in the number five and then we'll reassign you a line card and you can up and working again. And the best thing was I didn't have to be there. He did the work outside. He had all the information. Uh, and then he wanted to talk to me about the ubiquity gear for like 15 minutes afterwards because he loved the fact that there was failover happening because it, it, literally as soon as he plugged me in on number five, um, within a matter of a minute, my automatic checkers for the failover detected that my primary is back online again and it failed me back to the primary on the ubiquity gear. So, so how much did you have to pay uh, Comcast to get back up and running for a short period of time? hundred bucks. Ouch. But I have it for the month and I can fail over yeah. uh, as much as I need to. And it does the automatic fail. So I've, I've basically proven that the failover works. A $20 adapter makes my Ubiquiti Dream Machine Pro uh, act as a proper failover with another provider. And in theory, I could probably gear down. Like I'm, I've got a maximum package on the cable side. I could gear it down to be slower. So it really is a truly backup option. And in theory, I could also go and buy like a Nighthawk router that has a SIM card and make a 5G plan that uh, I could throw in there as well as a backup instead of having the the, um, the Comcast option uh, to do it. But um, I was super happy. Beer money, whole family was happy that it's working. Um, the downside is that Hulu is aware of your IP address when you have your subscription. And when you fail over, it's a different address, different whole region. It says, oh, your home location has changed. Um, do you want to change your home location to this IP address? Warning, you have three of four remaining. Oh, <laughs> so you can only change your home IP so many times. So uh, word of the wise, be aware. Failover is awesome. I'm so glad it worked. And uh, the fact that I was able to do all this troubleshooting remotely with somebody else. Andy, did you hear he's using the Dream Machine Pro? Because uh, he was asking what Unify router you have. Yeah, so I know uh, JFlow, uh, recently uh, has picked up the Dream Machine Pro SE, uh, and so has Barnaby as well. What's the SE version? The SE version has power over Ethernet for the eight jacks that are on it. Oh. The regular version does not have power over Ethernet, and the SE version does not have the SPF 
as the failover. It has a regular Ethernet port as the failover. Is and, it is it SPF thirty? So we won't get sunburn. <laughs> SPF plus, uh, and it also has a NIC card on the Ethernet side that can handle up to ten gigs. As opposed to one gig. That's a lot of so, gigs. So I could have had, I, if I had waited and bought the SE Pro, uh, SE version, <clears throat> I could have uh, ended up with a 10 giggy option because I a have lot of giggies. For, for 10 giggies, but I don't. So that's what I'm going to be putting in, like if I, when I do a new house and, and, and a new so setup, that's 100% what I'm going to do because so, so I'll be able to rack mount, I'll, I'll put a rack in the, in the place and, and the whole, and then all the 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 thing. Um, uh, so JFlow, uh, I don't know if it was an email thread or a Teams chat or there's an email thread recently with a bunch yeah, of folks yeah. talking about it. Yeah, um, and and I didn't realize that they actually had little four port switches that are thirty dollars because yeah. I've just been using the Netgear ones, right? Because they're rock yeah. solid, right? Um, yeah. But it's kind of nice to have fully managed all the way down and and PoE, right? So that's one yeah, less. Yeah damn power adapter that I've, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I've got a i've got a small eight port uh poe version of their switch with 60 watts of power uh it works out quite well for they need a eight. 12 they need a 12 porter i believe yeah, they, they, got, they do got, have a 12 port and i have the eight i have two eight ports one in my office and one in the network closet oh yeah but uh I, unfortunately I'm ports in my office unfortunately the gear is going to get packed up here soon so <clears throat> the uh, uh, you're putting you're putting a rack in the in, in the RV, right, Jared? Uh, no, I'm not going to put a, <laughs> a rack big satellite in the RV. dish on top. Yeah, for, no, uh, exactly. I am exactly. looking to try and get Starlink. I am. Oh yeah, yeah. If you can find the hardware, good luck. Oh, yeah, it's the, not just well, the they hardware. Only lost Forty of their satellites, you know. But that was just right. in the South Pacific. It doesn't matter down there. <laughs> as long as you don't go to the South Pacific. Hey, uh, you know, I I wish. I wish everything was as easy as dealing with technicians that like actually took. Your knowledge, yeah, uh, an extra mile, so, uh, and and because you know you were able to very adequately explain exactly what the problem was. Yep. Let's right. rewind back to last Wednesday, <laughs> when I was I come downstairs and it's very chilly and I'm like, well, the Ecobees, they're smart. They tell me yeah. when the house is cold. So I go outside and I look at the furnace and I see the blinky light and I'm like, ooh, that's not good. So I wait for it to cycle through and then I count the blinky lights. And I just take note of it, 11 blinky lights, okay. And then I do the power off because we got a master switch, right? Power back on, it kicks on. And then I hear this noise that basically just kind of is a big high or lower pitch kind of hum when the motor kicks on. And it oh, kind of, you can hear it through the house. And I'm like, that's, that's, not a that's, good sign. that's not right. So I do a quick little search, 11 blinky lights on the furnace, and it goes, ah, blower motor. And I go, well, that explains the sound. So I flip off the switch, go outside. Yeah, the furnace is out in the garage. So I go out to the garage, pull off the panel, put my hand in just to, to feel the fan, uh, to, to move the, bla the fan blade. Uh, the thing is probably like 978 degrees centigrade, the fan blades. That's it's cooking. It is cooking. It was very hot. I was like, how? Um, so I'm like, okay. So I called the furnace company and I said, you know, fan motor's out. Oh, well, we don't know if the fan motor's out until we have a technician come out and look at it. That'll be, that'll be tomorrow between, you know, 11 and 4. And I'm like, okay, no worries. You can come out and check it. I, but I guarantee you, like, bring the part. Like, because I bring guarantee 
This is, this, this is what the problem is. Because the furnace, one, the furnace tells me because it's smart. It has 11 blinky lights. Secondly, the noise. Thirdly, the fan blade should not be hot. <laughs> so, next day, it's about 4.30. Haven't heard anything. So, I call the company. I'm like, hey, were you coming today? And they're like, we don't have an appointment for you. Um, yeah, yeah, called, talk to you. No, you didn't talk to me. Uh, yeah, because I wrote your name down. <laughs> um, no, no. So, uh, oh, well, well, we'll make sure that we're there first thing tomorrow morning. So I think at this time it's Friday. So I'm like, yeah, it's Friday. Bring a part because we're going into the weekend and you're not going to get a part, right? A guy shows up. Dude is, dude is awesome, right? He comes walking up, and he's like, so tell me what's going on. I go, so I got it powered off because of this, this, and this, and I don't want the damn motor burning my house down. He's like, yeah, good call, good call. And he goes over, and he's like, all right, just flip it on. And then he does a little jumper test thing, and it hits the fan, and all of a sudden you just hear the, you know. And, and, and he's like, yep, yeah, definitely the motor. So he pulls out his his device and he's like, "Yeah, it looks like they've got one in Kansas. It'll be here in about two weeks." <laughs> Gee, what? Now, uh, granted, it's not super cold. It's around forty degrees Fahrenheit, though. That weekend, it was getting into the freezings. Yeah. Um, we did actually dip below freezing for for two days. Um, but I was like, "Hey, this can't be right," you know. So I call. Another couple of companies, and they they all say the same thing. Well, it's all in yeah. Kansas, there's one motor left, and all of North no, America. no, no, no. They they basically say, well, we do. We have to bring our own technician out to test it. That's one hundred and seventy nine dollars, and but we don't have the part in stock. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm a smart person. I find the serial number and I start calling places, and I find a place. The, the blower motor's down in Portland. They can get it here the next day, Saturday, yeah. right? But I'm not an HVAC contractor, so I'm not allowed to order from them. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I'll call my HVAC contractor. Call my HVAC contractor. My HVAC contractor said, yeah, we don't use them. <laughs> okay. So what do you recommend that I do so my pipes don't freeze because my insurance rates are so damn high because I've had two water leaks in the last 10 years of this house uh, due to failures of valves in the shower? Uh, and, and they're like, oh, the electric heaters. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not leaving electric heaters on all the time. No, no, get yeah. the ones with the thermostat. So I go down to the Costco's, pick me up a couple of those. Plus, you know, didn't want to freeze out everyone and the dog. Uh, get that done. And I continue my mission of trying to find a blower motor. So I call this nice local company down over by where Chuck lives, over in the Duvals. And she's like, yeah, we can get one. We can get out there, but I have to charge you. And I'm like, cool, whatever. I just, I'm yeah. done at this point. I, I'm not going to use it, it, you know, after skipping, blowing off my appointment, first of all. Secondly, turns out they never actually ordered the part so i'm never using this hvac company again which is sad because they were amazing when we put in our air conditioning and all of that mm -hmm. uh why couldn't no nothing on amazon nothing on ebay and the closest one that i found through like parts direct importers or whatever uh they were back ordered so i call this other company guy shows up and he's like 
this is the most infuriating part. He's probably in his, you know, late fifties, early sixties. And he's like, well, what do you know about these things? You can't possibly know anything about this. Right. When I talk <laughs> exactly what's going on. So he literally tests every other component and he's, and then he's like, he turns it on. Well, it, it runs. Yeah. Until it doesn't anymore. Something catches fire. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, few, you know, half an hour later I come out and he's like, yeah, it looks like the motor's dead. Imagine. No, Sherlock, really? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, he actually had a generic version. Apparently there is a generic version that literally all you have to do, dependent upon which wire you plug in, is the proper voltage. And it works across like 90% of furnaces. Nice. And I'm like, great. He's like, yeah. And the other thing too is that it's like three hundred dollars cheaper than the one you have to buy for the, the the actual OEM part for the thing. Nice. So, got heat back about a week later. It's very nice in here now. Nice and toasty. Yes, absolutely. And I still actually use one of those heaters just because my office so gets. Did, little... did you get his contact details in case you have a problem again? Oh yeah, I've got everything. So I, I was going to say, the, the technician on my fiber install, he's like, yeah, just keep my cell phone number, dude. Like, text me if you got a problem again. <laughs> See, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Do I don't know. Out. This, this guy's like, this guy's like, yeah, if you get a, if you get a, a, a thing for a survey saying that we did a good job, if you don't mind. And I'm like, yeah, I'll make sure I tell him you didn't do anything. And he just turns and glares at me. And I'm like, it's a joke, dude. Serious sarcasm. <laughs> so my, my guy's name is, is Dallas Grant. So. If you get a Zipply Fiber guy, Dallas Grant. So well, I'm I'm right there. But what I understand is they don't actually do the final home run of the uh, Ethernet cable. Yeah. Yep. Um, what I'm curious is that I've got some smooth tubing. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. I ran your freaking cable in your house for no, Ethernet. No, no, yes, you did, did not. You ran HDMI cables for me. Was it HDMI? I thought it was Ethernet yeah. to your t- TV as well. I well, we, we ran an Ethernet to the TV too. Yeah. So I, what's wrong with my work? Are you going to no. give me five stars or not? No, 100%. But so here was my question. I've, there was a question coming here because they don't okay. do that final run. They run it to my garage. Right. Well, I've got a Smurf tube that I know runs from my garage, and I'm pretty sure it is a direct home run to that wiring closet up there. Yeah. So, so if you're I can keen, probably fit you in in like three weeks if you want. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I, I actually, I, I, I believe I've got a properly proper uh i have two snakes i think the big one still works so yeah we can the smurf but the smurf tube smurf tubing makes it just so freaking easy right you just oh yeah yeah, yeah. no i've i've got I, I actually replaced my snake that was like 30 years old and metal and a pain in the ass and i got the new fiberglass one which is much more uh light Ooh. and does not snag it's beautiful so oh, i i still have the old metal ones no, 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 no. This is the way to go, man. So much nicer. Did so you get a Harbor nicer. Freight? Do they have them at Harbor Freight yet? No, this was another uh, another depots of the home. Oh, okay. Purchase. Okay. When I when I because I, I do installs for for um, the homeless uh, block block home project shelters, so you need to have a good snake device to be able to get from from the house that's like back in the you think you think they've run one from the second story all the way right that they wouldn't go like down to the crawl space and then over right you think it's a, a home run right i think it's a straight one yeah you're good yeah, yeah. 
I, 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 in this house here, I've probably got about uh, easily like four different Smurf tubes. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. That, that's that's the next the next project, and and I'm still looking at which um, replace the cable service oh, I yeah. would use, particularly because of the the in the in the sporting. There's the sporting two things: world. the sport the sport thing for me, but the other piece. Uh, the second one is the number of devices that can be used at the same time consecutively because mm -hmm. there are times that we may have three or four on at one time and I know a lot of them are two some are yeah. three not many go to four um, which is the issue and the other thing is I get a lot of these extra services because of cable of course so it's like, yeah, but now, now I actually have to pay for HBO Max. So now I have to pay for, for Peacock. And now I have to pay, you know, because I get some of these other streaming services because... I've the cable company wants you to stay. Yeah, the cable company wants to But I want, I, I, I want that upload speed for sure. Um, oh, the upload's nice. I'm pretty close to... to my machine gets on average 850 to 900, so I'm oh, close nice. enough to a gig. Yeah. Um, the, particularly the gaming machine. It's, gets, it's just gets the that. upload. You're only getting like 40. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of sucks when I have to upload like videos and stuff, but, or, you know, know, do a live stream, but you're not too bad. You're not pixelating. No, uh, absolutely. Never heard of Smurf, Smurf tubing before, Wish they had put them in my house before doing the foam. Yeah. The, so I know I've got four. I'm, I'm pretty sure there, there's four of them yeah. and where they go. And, and one goes, I, I love this because before I did not have the TV mounted. There's a mount point up above the fireplace. Yeah. Um, and they only ran coax because it was the TV. It was all 10 years ago. That's what you ran. Right. Yeah. And I use cable. So I wanted the HDMI for both the cable and the gaming device to be run. And you, it, there's a Smurf tube there. But it just goes down to the to the crawl space. Down to the crawl space. So you, yeah. you take the small guy, shove him down the hole to go into your crawl space. Well, yeah, because I don't fit. There's six foot six. There's, I mean, I'm like army crawling just to try to fit myself down there, right? <laughs> so, oh, I've just unplugged my headphones. Hang on. See, I can talk back. Oh, you put them back yeah. in. <laughs> plug, plug them back in. Uh, Vizio MVP asks, are they blue? Yes. They are blue. Smurf tubes. That's they are, absolutely. Uh, uh, so, so, uh, oh, uh, Andy says some are black. I, I didn't know that they actually had the, the black smart. All of the ones that I have are blue, um, mm -hmm. in my house, but it definitely makes it easier. And that's the other piece. Like, as we start looking at potentially building another home mm -hmm. in the future, these are all the things now. So before it was power jacks. Yeah. So my office, I actually had them install a couple of different extra, others extra because jacks. I knew that this would be an, an office and I need to have that. Now it's going to be Ethernet. Mm -hmm. oh, the, the other thing, too, was was phone jacks, right? Making so, sure that you enough of those. You know Wired Jeep uh, Barnaby that yeah, yeah. the ways there? He's Mr. Mr. Electronics, like the rest of us. Um, he's got the 2.5 service. And so he has the SE version. So he's got 2.5 gig up and down, which is nice. But the problem he has is the wiring in his house is Cat5e, which actually can handle uh, 2.5 gigs. Uh, but it was laid by a contractor that did not probably respect how close the proximity is to, to other power lines. And so he's getting five, uh, 2.5 to the box, getting 2.5 to the first run. But then after that, it degrades uh, in other areas. And so he's like, Rick, do you got a, a fluke device kicking around? I'm like, 
No, man, I just got the El Cheapo checking to see if the lines are crossed or not correctly inside of your Ethernet cable. Oh, I have one. Like a, a but an actual really nice line quality noise. Oh, I don't, I don't it's, have that one. No. So, so there's one of those in Channel Nine. It's. I oh. think a wiring contractor might have left one there. It's like the big <laughs> one, like like literally, it's like a top. Like, so uh, I might really go nice and see if it's still there that I could borrow <clears throat> to help them out. It's uh, those are the things that you spend a lot of money on to use twice. Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah, and then they're outdated when you want to use them again. Yeah, but <laughs> well, we went as far as beer money on today's show. We're getting there. We could squeeze in a little bit of uh, random spending, but I haven't really done too much random spending except for house paint. Lots of house paint. Oh, you got a new set of headphones. Look at for that. when I play on the Xbox. Yeah. Which hasn't been a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Because I've been I've been being kicked in the in 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 in, in the crotch area by Tarkov every day. So. And, I, and I heard you introduced uh, Pierre to Tarkov as well. Yeah, he played once, and I don't think he's coming back. What? Yeah. I thought he would be all over that game. That's so yeah. Much well, I mean, you know, Escape from Tarkov is is a very complicated game, and it's not something that you can you know just jump right on. Well, you can jump in. You just there's a lot of complexity to it. Got to pick the right ammo with the right magazine with the right weapon. Mm -hmm. Along with the fact you got to manage your water and your food and and yeah, there's 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 lots of lots of parts to escape from Tarkov. But man, I hate the game, but I can't wait till the next raid. That's that's exactly how it is. Mm -hmm. I finally finished a task that I've been trying to do for about two and a half weeks yesterday. And um, so what you have to do is you have to, you know, you go and you grab a piece of intel and then you have in one map, you have to successfully extract. And then the next time you're in, like you can't die. Because you'll lose it. And you have to mm -hmm. go to this other map. Well, the other map is the smallest map in the game. And it's the big PvP map. And it's very confusing of a game. Uh, because I don't know that map as well as I know the other ones. So I kind of know how to get to where I went. Well, I ended up killing like three people. I thought they were just AI scavs, right? That They were actually players <laughs> when I didn't notice until the end. And I got pinned down behind, you know, a big shipping container because that's, you know, one of the, the pieces in there. And and they've got VoIP. And so the guy VoIPs, he's like, hello. And I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to get my task done. I just, I know you don't care and you probably want to kill me, <laughs> but like legit, I just need to make the sprint from here up to that other building or, or to, to the other room. And all of a sudden he just opens up on like every scav that was around me. He's like, all right, you're good, dude. And I'm like, you're the man, and if you're a streamer, tell me your stream because I will, I will come subscribe. <laughs> I just go running up, plant the put the intel, and then I extract out. But uh, yeah. yeah, that was that was pretty cool. And then That's uh, I was so you've got your main PMC, which private military contractor that you play, but you can also every it's time, so it's about every 15, 20 minutes you can run a raid with a scav, a scavenger, basically to go and and get money so that you can buy equipment for your PMC. And I was um, running a scab match in a, in a new map, and it's in a mall. It's like a shopping mall. Shopping mall, and they have the big department store called Ideas. Oh, nice! Which is blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they have another it's one. A maze on the inside. Uh, with with like home, 
home furnishings. But it's all destroyed, right? Because it's wartime. Uh, and, and and so I'm in another one of these other places. is called Ollie, which is a big department kind of store thing. And 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 another scav's there, and he comes. He's like, "Hey, dude, you have you by chance seen this?" I'm like, "Nah, dude. This is my first raid here." He's like, "How much time? We got 18 minutes. Do you want me to give you a tour?" I'm like. Hell yeah, dude. And so the two of us are like scaving around and calming. And he's just, you know, he's like showing me. He's like, so you want to come here because look here. And this is where the gas analyzer spawns. And you need that for a task. And okay, here's your weapon crate here. Here's the bag here. Oh, yeah, you need, you're looking for gunpowder. And, and that's over here on against this wall. It spawns in this place, this place, this place. And then here's where you extract. And he walks me out. And I was just like, that is the coolest. I mean, Listen, 90% of the time in Tarkov, you're going to get one shot from across the map and they laugh at you. Yeah. Right? They're like, why are you even playing, little Timmy? You suck. Right? Because I'm a little Timmy, just a little new new boy, and they're all chatted up. But, you nice. know, the, there there are times that the community is actually very, very cool. Pretty good. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, I digress. We, we need to pick some words and we need to be uh, played out, my friend. Yes, we do, because uh, I have a meeting in four minutes that I have to get to. So nice. uh, we've got to get some words. I'm waiting for the words. Uh, the words we have the up. words up now. we got curling, hockey, holy MPEX, 80%, certifiable, broken leaf, regular, dangling, bumfuzzle, gigadiddle, proper bleep use, <laughs> Dallas, and Tarkov. <laughs> so I think we're going to go with... Uh, I like gigadiddle. Eighty uh, percent regular gigadiddle. It's it's a, it's a regular. Uh, it's eighty percent regular gigadiddle. Yep. Got it. Uh, That's the uh, words for next week. Yep. This this show for those of you who are not aware uh, also had a also had a theme. Uh, it was called Dot Matrix uh, Wed Wings Cows. Nice. Uh, and with that, uh, we've come to the end of another exciting episode of the Patch and Switch program. A big thank you to those of you who have joined us in chat. Absolutely, Chuck. Uh, let's see who else has joined us. Exchange SME, Feet, Fuel, Yawn, uh, Yoni Moon, Johnny Chips with the Z. Good to see you. Hey, do you, do you have the new foot pedals yet? Do you like them? Tell me. Uh, Chaos is here. K McFerrin, Kowski, Pizza Pizza, Shade of Sapana, Sony Playstations, that's plural, not singular. Ooh. Uh, Spike Trap Claire, uh, TizCloud, PRP8470, do not at their post, but Andy, hope you're feeling better. Virgo Pros, Physio MVP, Defcon Veteran, did I say your name? Everybody, thanks for joining us. We're back in a fortnight. Until then, have a superb owl weekend, everybody.